Kia ora. Welcome to this podcast series, Making Money a Force for Good. I'm Barry Coates, I'm founder of Mindful Money. In this series, we're talking to the pioneers who are using investment to make a better future. I hope you enjoy this seminar. So, uh, introduction to John Barry. Um, so, uh, John's, as I said, John's uh, co-founder and CEO of an organization called Pathfinder Asset Management. Uh, and they've got a, uh, uh, a pre-existing strong track record of fund management. Um, uh, recently, um, Pathfinder set up uh, CareSaver. And CareSaver is, is therefore uh, a new KiwiSaver fund. Uh, and John's going to primarily be talking about uh, KiwiSaver funds today. Um, John's got a background in funds management, primarily through senior roles in uh, the large and, and uh, uh, reputable Deutsche Bank. Uh, last year, um, uh, when John and his team launched KiwiSaver, uh, they did so in a way that would make it ethical from, from the start. And we look forward to, to John talking about that, talking about their aims to build a reputation for strong ethics and high returns. Um, John's uh, personally very committed to social environmental issues. Uh, and as he'll explain, 20% of CareSaver's funds uh, are donated to charities. Uh, and uh, John's also um, very much a leader in the investment community and uh, has been involved in a, a number of government processes. Um, so without further ado, um, welcome, John. Um, the, the ethical funds have done uh, exceedingly well uh, compared to the, to the average and compared to the major, uh, major banks. So, John, the question for you is, is you've done well over the past quarter. Um, do you want to give us a quick update about how your funds performed? This is showing growth funds, but also other funds. Um, and um, how a little bit about uh, how your funds have been performing. Cool. Um, thanks, Barry. Yeah, look, we're, we're really pleased. I mean, it's, it's been a time of um, major disruption in markets over January, February, March. We're really pleased with how our funds have performed. Our conservative fund is actually up, um, which is quite remarkable. Um, our balanced and growth funds have beaten the average KiwiSaver balanced and growth funds by over 5% each, which is um, a fantastic outcome. And, and really, our team is... We've a really skilled team. They've had a lot of late nights, some all-nighters, um, watching markets um, and events unfold offshore. Um, but we're an active manager and that's what we do and we need to do it. And the challenge for us is, is really to keep things going um, as you know, the market goes forward from here. But certainly, you know, like you're showing, ethical funds have had great performance in the market downturn. And a lot of people and a lot of evidence offshore shows that ethical companies are just more resilient um, in down markets, and I think we've just seen that. Cool. And uh, um, uh, it, it echoes international experience of ethical funds and also over a, a longer time period, the last 15 years, tracking studies show that ethical funds have done really well. So, uh, John, how do you think you're going to go in the upturn? So a lot of people would say, well, you know, you did pretty well in protecting your, your losses on the way down, but are you going to be able to make gains that are as as high as uh, conventional funds on on the upturn? Yeah, look, it'd be a disaster if we did well on the downturn and then made no money when the market heads up. But um, 
I honestly, I think we're going to do just fine when the market turns up. And, and why I say that is firstly, we launched in July last year. Bearing in mind, outside of KiwiSaver, we've been investing ethically for 10 years, but KiwiSaver, um, we launched in July last year. So we've had a period of six months from July to January where markets were going up and KiwiSaver outperformed the average of the banks by about 3% in our growth fund over that period. So we've already had a track record of six months of up markets of doing well. Um, second thing I'd say is um, we have a real focus on handpicking stocks and handpicking quality stocks. So you'll see in a lot of Kiwi savers, they have 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 companies. Many of those are not selecting based on quality. They're just buying the entire market. We aim to have 200 to 250 stocks, and we're really focusing on the quality of those. And by that, I mean, at, you know, in this time of, of disruption, you want to have a strong balance sheet and good cash flows, um, as well as using our ethical our ethical metrics. So the sort of companies we're talking about in the US would be your Googles and Netflix and in New Zealand, um, your Sparks and Meridian um, companies. And the, the other thing I've noticed, why we think we're going to do well in the upturn as well is our ethical investment process. And when people think about ethical investing, it's about what do you avoid? You know, don't invest in tobacco, don't invest in alcohol. But for us, if you're really going to have an impact on the world, it's not about avoiding things. It's actually about positively choosing things. So we use environmental, social, and governance metrics, ESG metrics, for choosing for choosing our companies. And there's a, a lot of evidence offshore to show that in a rising market, those companies, their share price does better. Thanks, John. So, so maybe uh, one of the messages for the for the audience is. Um, if, if you say you're, you're going to do better than the average on the way down, you're going to do better than average on the way up. Um, is there a right time for somebody to switch their KiwiSaver to an ethical fund or is, is, uh, is any time the right time? Because, you know, there's a lot of advice out there, people saying, oh, don't switch your funds. I think what they really mean is don't switch your risk category, right? No. Not, no. not don't switch your funds within the same category of growth funds or balance funds, et cetera. Yeah, um, you're absolutely right, Barry. And, and the way I like to think of it is you've got two trains going alongside each other and one is going slightly faster than the other. And they're both they're both growth trains and you can step from one to the other and get a slightly better outcome. Um, you're, you're absolutely right. The two decisions for investors are, should I switch from growth to conservative because I'm worried about markets? And you know, I'd absolutely say to people, don't make a decision like that in haste. You know, choose the right risk um, category and stay with it. You know, I'm not giving you on personal advice, but that's just, um, you know, general rock solid advice is to get the right risk category. And then we would say, choose the choose the fund that suits you. Choose the fund that matches your ethics and choose the fund where you think you're going to get the best long-term returns. Cool. That's, uh, that's fairly clear. So, so John, um, so here's a tough question. I mean, CareSaver's fees are higher than many of the passive funds. And uh, um, we're, what we've been talking about is returns after fees. So you're obviously kind of doing well on an after fees basis. Um, but can you continue to beat the market uh, against a, a kind of low fees option? And, and uh, you know, how does, how does that look? And maybe, maybe I'll just uh, bring up a slide while you're talking. Sure. Um, so the first thing to note is we want to be really fair with the way we charge fees. And we're an active manager, so we're intentionally not trying to be the cheapest, um, the cheapest in the market. But we're um, so we're an active manager. To, to set our fee, we just took the average fee across um, all providers, and the average conservative fee, average balance fee, average growth fee, and we think that's fair because for our work, it you know it involves 
um, a lot more research on the ethical side. We're digging quite deeply into companies. We have an environmental scientist on our team, um, and Kate, you know, looks quite deeply into a lot of the practices and a lot of the issues that we hear about. Um, and so the, the question for us is, is not so much what is the fee I'm paying? The question is really, what do you get for the fee you pay? And if you're going to pay a higher fee, you know, we are higher than passive. We're the average fee in the market, but we give active and agile management. So we focus on um, moving to cash and, and other forms of protection. We focus on the industries we're invested in. You know, it became clear to us when coronavirus was spreading that you don't want to be invested in, for example, hotels or airlines. Um, so we can exclude entire industries. We focus on quality stocks and we also focus on currency management. And New Zealand dollars been bouncing around and you can you can either make or lose a lot of money with the currency move as well. So we're very active in our approach to that. But we're also very active in our ethical approach. Um, and we aim to avoid harm. And the slide you're showing here, Barry, is um, tenure returns for fossil fuels. Um, have, you know, fossil fuels has just been a disastrous place to have your money for the last 10 years. It's one of the few sectors of the market that's lost money over 10 years, you know, down 3.8%, while the US market has actually gone up by 10.5%. Um, we have no fossil fuel companies. We're the only KiwiSaver that has no fossil fuel companies. We're the only KiwiSaver that has no companies that conduct animal testing. Um, we have no weapons. And, you know, it, for us, it's not just exclusions. It's also research into companies to choose the most ethical companies we can find in different sectors. But that just costs, that just takes a lot more work for us. And that's why we can't charge the lowest fee. We don't try to, but we say to people, are you getting value for your fee? Are your returns after the fees you pay better than the market? And that's what we aim to achieve. And I think the, you know, to me, that's a key thing, Barry, is are, are people getting fair value for what they pay? Yeah, and, and uh, I, uh, I got this uh, slide from you about uh, about returns over the past quarter, John, so maybe you just want to explain that. Yep, look, I'll, I'll just mention this quickly, Barry, and you put a slide up at the start which showed, um, you know, different ethical funds and how they performed, and a number of ethical funds have done really well against the market generally. And what we're showing here is us against one of the largest um, KiwiSaver providers. I won't say who it is, but it could be any of the banks. Um, and essentially, you know, as markets were rising, we outperformed. As markets fell, we didn't fall as much. Um, and we think the ethical approach we're taking, particularly our ESG, environmental, social and governance approach of really targeting companies that care about social issues, they care about the way they look after the employees, so they have a more productive workforce, they care about their interaction with the environment, so they're actually lower risk. Um, because their risk management is, is much higher in their operations. Um, those companies, their share price will tend to be more resilient as markets fall and will do well as markets rise as well. Yeah. So um, uh, we've, uh, we'll just uh, carry on for another couple of minutes uh, and then we'll open up for chat. Uh, sorry to everyone that you're on mute, but uh, feel free to use the chat on, on, uh, on the chat box and... Uh, in a couple of minutes, we'll we'll answer the questions, uh, comments you guys have put in the chats. Um, but first, John, um, paint us a picture going forward. So, uh, what does the outlook look like going forward for investors? And and you know, what are you thinking about in, in uh, for Kiwi so uh, for CareSaver going forward? Okay. Well, the first thing I'd say is for many investors, um, KiwiSaver is a long-term investment. So. Um, you know, bear that in mind when you see market volatility. And if you're contributing every month and your employer is putting in every month, you're just buying at cheaper and cheaper prices at the moment. And what we're seeing at the moment is volatility. Um, the US market has sold off over 30% um, for a period this year, and that's recovered half of that. And 
you know, we're, we're cautious and we're really selective on the companies that we're investing in, but we're focused on, um, you know, solid balance sheets, good cash flow, ethical companies. What concerns us um, when I look at the US, since the GFC, there have been 22 million jobs created in the US. In, the, in a one month period, 25 million jobs have been lost in the US. So a decade of growth has just been obliterated. That is worrying. Um, new company formations, when I look at those numbers, they're down 40% in the US. The IMF has recently come out and said the troubles we're going to face now in the economy will be greater than the GFC, potentially the greatest since the 1930s. So there's a lot to worry about. What does it mean? It means you need to be selective. Um, you know, we look at technology stocks and utilities and telecoms. Um, there are companies that, you know, we look at Microsoft, for example, the single largest holding we have in CareSaver is Microsoft. And when you look at the Dow Jones Industrial Index, it is the one stock that out of 30 that's actually up this year. Um, so there are places where you can make money in this environment. You just need to be very selective. Um, so market outlook, cautious, um, but you know, we're going to look back in a couple of years. And personally, I think we look back in a couple of years and we will say, I bought cheaply through this period. Um, but it's going to be a bit of turmoil um, for the rest of this year, certainly. Good, good. That's, uh, that's really good to know. And, and I see on the group chat, there's, uh, there's a few comments from people around uh, issues like that. Um, so, so John, let's let's um, uh, let's go through to some of the questions. Um, I'll just uh, I'll just flick to those. Um, so, we had one from Facebook. Um, so, from Patrick, um, does CareSaver have uh, shares in Tesla? Yes. It's our largest automotive holding is Tesla. Okay. Do you want to do you want to justify? It's obviously <laughs> a bit of con, bit of concern going on there. Um, well, I suppose if you if you think about it from a financial perspective, um, they are a disruptor and they are disrupting the automotive industry and they are the best placed out of the automotive companies to move into the EV space. Um, you know, sourcing sourcing of resources is an issue for all companies and supply chains. And that, that's, you know, where a lot of concern is around any of the um, companies in the EV space and also um, disposal of product at end of life. Um, you know, the way we think about it, about it with an EV um, electric vehicle is the manufacture and the disposal of the um, of, of an electric vehicle is more carbon intensive than it is for a combustion engine. But over the lifetime, as long as the EV is actually used, there is a tipping point where um, it, it's much more efficient from a um, climate perspective to be driving an EV. But if, if you look at the production and, and the disposal, yes, there are issues around that. Um, but unfortunately, with ethical investing, um, you know, there are compromises everywhere and there are challenges everywhere. And, and everyone's just got to come arrive at a point that works for them. Okay. Um, so a question from uh, from Mark. Hi, Mark. Um, it would seem to make sense to move from a balanced fund to a growth fund in a few months' time in the market. It gets near to the bottom. So, so Mark reckons he can pick the bottom of the uh, the trough. Can uh, what what would you what would you say to that? Um, look, I'm, I'm not a financial advisor, and I'm, I'm not going to give any personal financial advice, but. Um, what I would say is it's really important for everyone, not just now, but a year ago, two years ago, two years in the future, to make sure you're in the right fund for your personal circumstances and for your um, um, for where you are with your savings. Um, you've got to remember with, if you're trying to pick the bottom of the market, fund managers are um, hopefully taking a lot of the worry up for you, 
with the strategies we use in terms of our stock selection and protection strategies. So, um, you know, if we think the market's going down, we will actually be taking steps to protect, protect against that. Um, I wouldn't try and pick the bottom of the market, but look, I've, I've seen people who have moved from conservative funds to growth funds at the worst time when the US market was off 30%, and people would have said to them, you are insane. Right now, they're looking like geniuses because the market's, you know, back up 15%. No one can time the market. Um, you know, they were as lucky as much as smart. Um, but look, I, I would say just choose the right time for your risk profile and stick with that. Okay, so um, Anna, uh, thanks for the question. So Anna's got some um, money with Generate at the moment. Uh, sounds like KiwiSaver Fund. And she's saying, uh, is it possible to have a separate account with, uh, uh, with CareSaver that might be a, uh, an investment fund rather than a KiwiSaver? Cool. Thanks for the question, Anna. Yes, we under the Pathfinder brand. So our, um, our non-KiwiSaver company is called Pathfinder and the website is path.co.nz and we offer um, funds outside of KiwiSaver there. Ethical funds outside of KiwiSaver. Cool. Um, uh, Vincent, can you, John, can you comment on the potential for a low emissions rebound after COVID? Or is it back to our usual fossil fuels way? Uh, this is such a good question. There's so much stuff that is happening, so much thinking about that. I've been sort of part of a discussion group just before coming on air about exactly that. Um, how are we going to use this opportunity to move uh, to a situation where we're building back better, where we're making that transition to, to a, a low emissions, carbon resilient future? Yeah, look, that's a really good question because I think it's important for all of us to think of the world we want from here and not just going back to business as usual. So what we do in CareSaver is we actually measure the carbon intensity of our portfolio and we've actually we've built a KiwiSaver. I think we're the only ones who actually measure the carbon intensity. Our, our carbon emissions are 80% below average in the portfolio and we want to keep driving that lower. Um, we'd like to see that in the real world as well. And it depends on everything from consumer behaviour. Will people be as willing to fly around the world as much as they um, as they used to? Will people be, you know, in, in many countries where the sky is now clear and they can see stars, um, will they be demanding that from their leadership that their skies are like that all the time? Um, you know, I think it's a time of fantastic opportunity, but it's it, we shouldn't just be looking to um, to companies and to, and to politicians for the solutions there. I think as individuals and as communities, we should be demanding change. Um, you know, we've experienced a quieter world and a less busy world and a lower emissions world, and um, and a lot of people like that. Yeah, and a more a more caring world as as well. And there's, uh, there's a whole lot of positives that we can take forward. I think if we're brave enough to to break with the past and and make a new future. So let's carry on with questions. Uh, sort of back back to the uh, back to the detail. Um, Sarah, uh, thanks for the question. Um, Sarah's saying, when you say moving to cash, does that mean you're moving out of growth asset when the market's about to go down? Uh, and do you do that evenly across the board, uh, uh, across all your 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 funds? Um, that's a good question. So, with our protect, we have a range of protection strategies we can use. One of them, for example, is just taking off currency hedging because when international markets sell off, the Kiwi dollar generally sells off as well, and we can make money that way. Um, what we often do. In, um, with our portfolios, I'm just trying to put them in the easiest terms to explain, is we can hold our portfolio of stocks, but sell the S&P 500 
So we, we actually can short an index, which includes fossil fuel companies, tobacco companies, whole bunch of stuff we would never invest in ourselves and put some protection on the portfolio by selling that in index. Um, and we think we actually make money because the stocks we've chosen perform better than that index anyway. Um, so we get the differential, but we do reduce some of our market exposure. Sorry, it's not a very simple, simple answer, but we, we can at times, when, when markets are selling off strongly, we will put that protection on just to um, ride out the really bad times. Cool. Um, uh, this is from Joe on Facebook. Thanks, Joe. Um, so Joe is coming back to that question of uh, when the right time is to shift, a, uh, shift her fund. Uh, she's saying that uh, she's unfortunately delayed moving from ANZ to KiwiSaver. She may have seen the chart showing relative returns. Um, but now that everything's happened, I've heard that it's best to stay where I am in order not to lock in the losses. Now, this is kind of a, a, a crucial one because this is the advice that a lot of people are getting. And I think it's very easy to misinterpret this. So can you, um, uh, can you give, give Joe some advice on this? Okay, so look, I'd say if you're if you're in a growth fund and you've just gone down ten percent and you move to a conservative fund, you probably have locked in your loss because when the market rebounds, the conservative fund will not go up by as much as the growth fund. But I would like to think at the moment, if you're in a growth fund or a balanced fund, you're like on the starting line of a marathon and you've got you know twenty years to retirement. Um, you want to be the fastest runner you can be from that start line. So you, you choose who's going to be the fastest runner. Um, choose the, you know, you're not locking in a loss if you're just moving from one growth fund to another. Just choose the manager that suits your values and the manager that you think you will get the best long-term returns from. Thanks, John. Um, so um, Nigel, uh, hi, Nigel. Um, a, a question from, from somebody who's obviously passionate about uh, climate change. Uh, do you have fossil fuel companies in your portfolio or exclude them all? And, and uh, at this stage, I'll just give a little plug for Mindful Money because you can go to www.mindfulmoney.nz and you can see what any KiwiSaver fund uh, has in their portfolio across 270 funds. Uh, and we not only looked at the direct investments that these funds made, but also the funds that they invest in. So we unpack a whole portfolio. And um, that shows exactly what fossil fuel investments that KiwiSaver funds have and which companies. So you see that a lot of them uh, have got the usual ones of ExxonMobil and, and Chevron and, and others. Um, but there is, there is kind of one, one and, and we have on our website a number of, of uh, funds that have a fossil-free policy. Uh, but those funds uh, haven't yet all excluded all of their fossil fuels, primarily because they've they're got some in, some direct indirect funds, except for one fund that has completely divested from fossil fuels. And I'll let John identify which fund that is. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. Yeah, look, we've, um, we have a, a major focus on climate change. We think you know, putting aside this um, really difficult time for communities and families and, and um, people are, you know, losing work and everything at the moment, and it's a terrible time for communities. If we look long-term for the world, we're leaving our children, our grandchildren, we think climate change is by far the greatest challenge um, 
for humanity. And so we've constructed our portfolio around that by um, not only measuring the carbon intensity of all companies we invest in, but also avoiding all fossil fuel companies, which is coal, oil and gas um, companies. So yeah, we have completely excluded them. And Barry, can I just expand on one thing you mentioned there, which um, you know, was using the mindful money tool to help people decide what works for them. And a lot of people ask me, you know, what should a fund manager have ethically in their fund? And, and my answer is, we're in this wonderful position that we've got over 30 providers in KiwiSaver, all have different views. And at one extreme, there are people that would are quite happy to say, um, tobacco, if it makes money, it doesn't, it's been really poorly performing, but if, if they believe tobacco makes money, if you use cigarettes as a manufacturer requires or recommends you will kill yourself, people are happy to invest in that and make money. There are Kiwi savers that will do that. There are Kiwi savers investing in tobacco. We're at the other extreme. We aspire to be the most ethical Kiwi saver fund. And there's a full spectrum of offerings. And I think it's fantastic for investors to be able to find and choose what works for them. And the key thing is, firstly, providers like ourselves um, being really open on what we do and don't invest in, but also tools like Mindful Money, which is um, just offers wonderful transparency for people um, to help them find what works for their own personal values. So good work, Barry. Keep it up. Uh, thanks, John. <laughs> um, so, uh, um, yeah, that's an important point. And, uh, you know, when we set up Mindful Money, we didn't, we didn't want to tell people what their ethics were. Uh, so we did, we did surveys of the New Zealand market to say, what are, what are the issues that people are worried about? What would they like to avoid when they invest? And we came up with, with 10 particular types of investments human rights violations, labor rights violations, um, products tested on animals, weapons, fossil fuels, et cetera. And then basically on, on our website, we've got a way that you can choose what ethics are most important to you to have reflected in your portfolio. So, so uh, thanks for the prompt, John, because what our, our website does is it tries to give you the opportunity to tailor the fund to your particular, particular choices. Uh, let's carry on. Uh, Dewey, hi, how are you? Um, uh, Dewey's asking, do you have any financial advisors or QFEs uh, that someone could talk to before switching funds? And is there a fee for using uh, their services? Um, look, thank you for the question. Yes, we have two advisors and no fee for using their services. Our number is, um, if you're okay with me sharing it, Barry, is 0800 ethical is our number. Um, and yeah, we have two advisors who are happy to chat, no fee. Cool, cool. Um, one more while we're at it. Um, Sarah has said, I uh, love the model that includes giving to charity. How much money has been donated so far? So I'll, I'll, uh, I'll drag up a slide that you sent me, John, while you're answering this. Cool. Um, so thanks, Sarah, for the question. Our, our focus as a business is um, social as a social enterprise. And if you're not familiar with the term social enterprise, it means a business that is also looking for social or environmental outcomes as well as um, offering a great business service. And for us, um, what we're focused on is helping charities develop um, renewable passive income that will come to them year after year. And you know, we've seen, particularly now where funding is, there's so much need for charitable services and funding is really, really tough for charities at the moment. Um, and look, I'm on the board of the Men's Health Trust. I've been on that board for about five years. Our biggest challenge, and we do wonderful work in terms of educating men around lifestyle and health, 
Um, and it doesn't just benefit men, it benefits their families and their communities. Our biggest challenge is funding. And so the idea we have here is to develop um, renewable income streams. Remember at Barry at the start, I was talking about how we charge the average fee in the market, which we think is a fair fee. And then we give 20% of that to charities. So anyone who joins us chooses one of our 17 charity partners and 20% of the fees that you pay, we will give to that um, to that charity. And, and, and social enterprise model means that's not a cost to our investors because we're charging the average fee in the market that is a very fair fee for us to charge. Our investors direct where it goes and the cost is to essentially to my um, shareholders. Um, so we've got 17 charities at the moment and I'm pleased to say we're, we're looking at adding one at the moment. Um, one of the, I think one of the biggest social challenges at the moment is um, is looking after our communities and um, we're, we're talking to a food bank charity about adding them shortly, which will be our 18th charity. Cool. Um, John, we'll wrap up in a, in a few minutes time, uh, but I just wanted to, to sort of come back to um, the challenge in this, that, that for a lot of people, the, the whole concept of, of kind of ethical investing is something instinctively that they, that they like. And, and they want to do. This concern about sort of greenwash is concern about, about so well, you know, are you really ethical or not? Do you want to just talk a little bit about, about uh, um, the, your, your views on the ethical choices and how far you think CareSaver can go before there's an unacceptable penalty to being more ethical uh, and excluding just about everything from your portfolio, for example. Yeah. Um, okay. So, in, in terms of in terms of being ethical and setting our ethical policy, um, the key thing to us is around transparency, and we have an ethical investment policy that that explains in some detail what our views are around um, climate change, around animal exploitation, um, and then we, you know, build our our investment policy off the back of that. So, key thing for us, you know, when I, when I read those policies for um, some providers, I, I walk away thinking, I really don't understand what they're going to invest in or not invest in. And hopefully it's clear with us. But we, we're also about engagement with our investors and with people who want to invest with us. And we're really happy people saying, what about this and challenging us. And, um, you know, social values change over time. Um, you know, during my lifetime and during our lifetime, there's been massive social change and change will continue. And we've already once this year have updated our ethical investment policy around animal exploitation. And, you know, one of the questions you asked is, is around when does it become a cost? And so if you think about the two sides of ethical investing, one side is exclusions. And, you know, we exclude fossil fuels, which actually help portfolios. Um, we exclude weapons, which until this year, um, weapons have been slightly better performers in the market. Those things tend to kind of balance them out. I noticed this year, though, like Boeing is down 56%. It's, it's been absolutely slammed. But um, generally, weapons have been slightly better performers in the market. But we, we'd say between them and um, some of the other exclusions we have, they're kind of they're kind of neutral. You don't want to exclude your universe too widely. But the the other thing we, we focus on is this positive investment on trying to choose ethical companies, companies that, that care about the environment and um, society. We think they make better investments and we, we target 200 to 250 of them. So we're, we're building a portfolio that we think will behave similar to the market, but will outperform the market. Um, and you, know, and you, you have to have limits in terms of what you won't invest in as an ethical investor, but the more important thing is choosing is choosing the good stocks, choosing the stocks that are going to have an impact as well as make money. 
Yeah, I think that's a that's a uh, a really good message to to end on. Um, John, thanks very much. We're we're really grateful for you coming to share that information. Uh, thank you very much for joining us.